everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Talk Toxic to Me. I'm your host, Samantha, and welcome back a familiar face, Clarissa. Hello. <laughs> I say a familiar face like all of you guys are watching this on YouTube. <laughs> I know majority of you are listening from your preferred podcast platform. Wow. But if you are watching this on YouTube, you're going to notice the sign is not working. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It. I went to turn it on. It flashed and then it went away and it won't turn back on something with the wiring the wires aren't wiring that's what clarissa said (laughs) the sign's not signing so don't know what that means don't know what i'm gonna do to get it fixed might have to order another one truthfully we'll see (laughs) it's just not lit here right now (laughs) (laughs) but on another note on a lighter note i guess we could say (laughs) it's not very light though <laughs> Anyways, you just gotta laugh at it, guys. <laughs> but next weekend, February fourth, I think, right? The fourth, mm-hmm. we're gonna be in Chicago. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Everyone that's watched Victorious, you guys, the girls that get it, get it, you know. <laughs> but we'll be there for the day. We're flying in that morning, flying out that night. We're doing a nine to five, literally. <laughs> So if any of you guys are there, you want to say hi, want to meet up and get some coffee, you know, whatever, we'll be there. Deep dish recommendations. Yeah. If you have any recommendations. So we already, we've already looked into, what is it? The tilt, the tilt building thing. Yes. Whatever that is called. We're going to do that. We obviously want to get some deep dish. We want to try a Chicago style hot dog. (laughs) All the food. All the food. All the things. We're going to be booked and busy. But yeah, the whole gang will be there. I think everyone that you guys will recognize from the show, Jacqueline will be there, Chloe and Alan will be there, Ariel, us, John will be there, but he hasn't been on the show. <laughs> but all familiar faces. If you have any recommendations, you know, for all the things, let us know. Our DMs are open. So talk, talk to me, underscore official. It's going to be a great time. We're excited. And if you guys hear any kind of background noise that sounds like hammering or anything like that, it's because we have renovations happening right this moment. (laughs) We tried to wait until it was done, but it doesn't look like it's going to be done anytime soon. And we need to record this for editing purposes. So (laughs) again, guys, just got to laugh. Oh, duh. I'm totally leaving out a part. So we heard you guys loud and clear the past two weeks about how you would like to see these episodes so drum roll please (laughs) you guys want longer episodes again which we can totally do so we're going to be test driving that this week um i do believe we have five stories so we've typically typically been doing three and it stayed around 30 ish minutes um we're doing five today and then they're all longer stories and we also have a story that has an update and the update is like a complete additional story basically Part so two. kind of like six stories 5.5 what <laughs> however you guys want to look at it so hopefully i'm hoping this one will be closer to an hour so into the first story of the day am i the asshole for refusing to forgive my dad for breaking our deal when i 17 male was eight my parents bought me a piano and signed me up for lessons i was super excited because i love music Over time, I kind of became known as the piano guy at school. I play at school concerts, accompany the school jazz choir, and play once a week for the residents at a couple of retirement homes in our town. When I was 15, I started to talk about quitting lessons, and my parents quickly tried to guilt me out of it. 
I told them I wanted to try other things and that between piano and studying, I didn't have much time left for other extracurriculars. My dad proposed a deal. If I kept playing and taking lessons until I reached level 10 RCM, Royal Conservatory of Music, and continued to keep my grades up at school, he would buy me a new car of my choice. I jumped at it and we shook hands on the deal. I should explain that my family is well off financially. I have a very privileged life, but I wouldn't say I've been spoiled. If I ever want a luxury item like a new phone or game console, I have to buy it myself with money I've saved from summer and after school jobs. I should also explain that my dad's big on loopholes. When we compete, he always finds a way to win. And when I do, it doesn't count because of some loophole. It drives me nuts, but he thinks it's hilarious. Whenever I complain about him not playing fair, his answer is always the same. Life isn't fair. Mm. So because of our deal, I kept up with my lessons. I spent about one to two hours a day on piano while keeping my grades up. Last summer, I took my level nine RCM exams and passed, fulfilling my part of the deal. I told my dad I'd chosen the BMW X5 plug-in hybrid SUV. A couple of months ago on my birthday, I came downstairs for breakfast and my dad told me there was a surprise waiting for me in the garage. I ran out and sitting in the middle of the floor was a 124th scale toy BMW X5. My dad burst out laughing and said, a deal's a deal. So as promised, here's your brand new BMW. My heart absolutely broke. I asked if he was being serious and he said I couldn't seriously have expected him to buy a 17 year old a real brand new BMW and that we could discuss getting a reasonably priced used car. I said we had a deal and I fulfilled my end of it. He said he did too since I never said that the car had to be full size and drivable. I said he wasn't being fair. His response? Life isn't fair. Ever since this happened, I've been distant with my dad. I honestly feel like he betrayed my trust and that he deliberately made a fool out of me. He keeps bringing up the idea of a used car, but I told him I'm not interested, which I admit is kind of petty. I have enough money saved that I can buy a cheap used car myself, and I just feel like if I accept one from him now, it's like saying the breaking his promise didn't matter and that he didn't do anything wrong. Am I the asshole? No. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. You had a deal. Mm-mm. Now, I understand how the story is going to be probably taken like, all right, now he's just being like petty, like he said about the whole not accepting a used car, because also BMW for a 17 year old, a brand new BMW for a 17 year old, be for real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be for real for a second. But a deal is a deal. He said a brand new car of his choice. And they shook on it. With no stipulations. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. Like, even, I mean, obviously, realistically, a 17-year-old with a brand new BMW, like... Yeah, that's not realistic at all. No. But But that was the deal. Exactly. And then to provide him, essentially, a Hot Wheel. And when he did everything that he was supposed to do for his end of the deal. Mm -hmm. Like, whenever he said, hey, I want a BMW, like, whatever, all the... Whatever model that he wanted... His dad should have been like, whoa, okay, listen, within reason, within reason. I'll get you a brand new car, but not a luxury car or, you know, one that expensive. He literally could have taken him to the car lot and been like, hey, this is your budget. Yeah. 
Yes. That would have been even, that would have been better than this. this. Because if I got told I was going to have something and then I worked that hard to achieve the goal Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden I had a hot wheel. Mm -hmm. No. So, because it sounds like he did this for two years. Because when I was 15 and now he's 17 when this Mm -hmm. just happened. So two years he held up his end of the deal. I'd be angry. Yeah, I understand why he's upset. That's two years of buildup. And I also understand, although it is petty, I understand why if he has the money wanting to get his own vehicle. Yeah. Because then there's no strings attached. Yeah. So I understand why he wouldn't want to go in with like another deal with his dad. No, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to take anything from him at that point. Mm -hmm. Because obviously his word means nothing to him. So like Mm -hmm. all of a sudden he gets you this brand new car. He can find a loophole. Oh, actually, that's my car. No. Yeah realistically on the dad's side instead of saying hey i'll get you whatever car you want brand new if you stick with this maybe he should have said hey i'll get you a brand new car under x amount of money if you stick with this and then actually kept up with his deal because i understand where the dad's coming from of hey you're not getting a bmw a brand new bmw at 17 years old yeah but what he did that was low yeah no, I agree. Especially on a, this kid's birthday. Yeah. It's not fair. Even though life's, life's not, not fair. fair. <laughs> so, overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Top comment, not the asshole. Someday when he wants you to come home for holidays, send a framed photo he can set at the table. There, you are home. You didn't tell him you'd be there in person. Life's not fair. And to be fair, when you do that to kids, you do end up with kids like that. Mm-hmm. Like they start getting smart mouths. They start when they become adults. Like that's it. Yeah. I mean, well, what do you expect if you keep doing this to your kids? Obviously, either your kids are going to adopt the same mentality, mm-hmm. or they're just going to distance themselves from you in the future and say, "I don't want to be like you. I don't have to spend this time with you. I don't have to deal with this." And it literally said he was distancing himself. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he is seventeen years old. Yeah. He's only got one more year, and then he can say bye. I would be actively angry if I was the kid. Oh, yeah. Like, there's no way around that. If I was 17 and I thought for two years I was busting my behind doing something and it's my birthday, they have a surprise for me in the garage, Mm -hmm. and then I walk out of that, no. Mm -mm. Yep. Especially to do that on his birthday. Mm -hmm. That's not funny. That's so ugly. Mm. It would be, I feel like it would be one thing if, like, they picked out still a brand new car, but not a BMW. Mm -hmm. Like something nice like like camry a camry is nice Mm -hmm. or even a corolla a corolla is a great first car well and honestly i understand not getting a 17 year old a brand new car period oh i mean yeah (laughs) like a nice used car even a junker like just something to get them from point a to point b i get that like why parents do that because realistically you have no driving experience yeah that that young and if other schools or like the high school that we went to there are constantly accidents in that parking lot because kids don't know how to drive. Kids are backing into other vehicles. Kids are not stopping at intersections when they're supposed to. So I understand not wanting to get your kid a brand new vehicle that's just going to potentially inevitably get hit or Mm -hmm. dinged up or whatever. Maybe getting them a used vehicle and revisiting as a graduation present if you you feel led to do that, if you have the means to do that. But by no means your kids expect brand new vehicles you know, which I mean, 
I understand that OP had to deal with his dad. Yeah. Like, it's not like he was just expecting this. Like, he worked his behind off for this. The dad set the precedent on that one. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the problem. The mm-hmm. dad was just like, yeah, we'll make this deal. Yeah. If you're going to sit there and say, hey, whatever brand new vehicle that you want, if you do this, but then be like, you have to be realistic. You are not going to get that. Why did you even say it? Why did you even offer mm-hmm. that? OP didn't come to you with that deal. You yeah. brought that deal up. The dad is who made that realistic. Yep. Yep. Mm. Hideous. All right. Next story. Am I the asshole for refusing to allow my twin to be a bridesmaid at my wedding? Ooh, the tea is piping hot. (laughs) (laughs) I, 25 female, have a fraternal twin sister and I'm getting married next fall. We were very close growing up until high school. She was an outgoing, bubbly cheerleader and I was a shy, nerdy bookworm. So she ditched me for the popular kids. She didn't actively pick on me, but she'd stand by with her head down and do nothing when they bullied me. She would talk to and hang out with me at home as if nothing was wrong, but when at school or at the mall where kids at our school were likely to be seen, she didn't want to be seen with me. When we turned 16, she had a big bash, but I didn't have any friends, so I didn't want to try and have a party. Our parents were making her include me, but she discreetly offered me $100 to pretend I was sick. I took the money because I really didn't want to go to a party where at best I'd be ignored or worse, picked on. We went to separate colleges across the country from each other. She tried to keep in touch, but I ignored her because I was very traumatized at losing my sister slash best friend. I would be polite to her at home during school breaks, but kept her at arm's length. Anyway, I don't want her to be a bridesmaid, let alone maid of honor. My parents thought it'd be a good compromise to have her just be a regular bridesmaid. My big from my sorority will be my maid of honor, and my fellow littles who had the same big will be my bridesmaids. I reluctantly said she could be a guest at the wedding, but not a bridesmaid. If it were entirely up to me, I wouldn't invite her at all, but that would cause more drama in my family than it's worth. I told them, but what would other people think if she was seen with me? She cried. She never apologized. She just thinks because it was so long ago, I should let bygones be bygones because she was young and immature. My parents agree with her. But I had to be in therapy for years because of her. Why should I have someone as a bridesmaid who thinks they're better than me? Am I the asshole? Not the asshole. Not the asshole. Your wedding. If you had to be in therapy because of a person, regardless of their family, and your family is pressuring you to let them be not only in your wedding but a maid of honor and then just compromise with you for her to be a bridesmaid no immediately not that 100 percent. at first i was towards like the middle of the story i was like well maybe she should talk to her sister maybe she has no idea how she feels mm-hmm. no that very end right there just solidified absolutely not absolutely not Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and the whole like oh, what was me it was so long ago regardless your intent behind it if someone has to go to therapy because of your actions and your treatment of them, no, you better be apologizing. Mm. Ew. <laughs> what? Yep. It's the entitlement for me. <laughs> this is another story that could have been on that episode. <laughs> I just don't understand how somebody can sit there and say, this is your big day, but I'm going to impede and make sure that this other person feels included. Like... Yep. For years, she did not include her in anything. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, oh, well, you're having this one really big day that's all about you, but we want your sister. 
No. Well, my thing is too, why, if you truly care and love your sister and you want to, you know, start mending that relationship with her, if she's telling you she doesn't want you as a maid of honor, not a bridesmaid, barely letting you come to the wedding, why would you keep pushing that subject? Mm -hmm. Because you don't genuinely care about her. No, you only care about yourself and you care about how it looks. Mm Mm-hmm exactly she wanted to be like oh you know what me and my twin like we're all good like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. no you made your bed now you have to lay in it yep it's wild my twin little cousins fight for each other it's not a good thing <laughs> <laughs> so overall vote on this one not the asshole top comment she quoted the part in the story where it said she never apologized she just thinks because it was so long ago i should let bygones be bygones because she was young and immature and my parents agree with her then the commenter goes on to say quote i agree that you were young and immature and you still are if you actually felt bad about your actions you would be sorry about the pain they caused me and you would be happy to apologize goodness knows there are things from my own past that i'm ashamed of and i've apologized for If I thought any of my prior actions were still causing someone pain, I would do my best to make it right. You disagree. That's fine. You are an adult and can make your own decisions, but that means we don't share the same values. And if we don't share basic values, why would you even want to be my bridesmaid? How do you think you can be supportive to me in my future life if we can't even agree on the basics? Regardless, I'm done having this conversation. You are not close enough to me to be a bridesmaid. Anyone who knows us will not be surprised by this. Anyone who is surprised by this doesn't know us well enough that we should care about their opinion. End quote. Not the asshole. The people standing next to you on your special day should be the people you feel supported by. And then OP came back and said, that's brilliant. Mind if I use it? Mm-hmm. <sighs> she deserves better, especially for this being her wedding day. Like, why does she need to stress over her sister being there? Because along with that... Mm-hmm. Number one, weddings are stressful anyways. Exactly. Like, that day is full of so much going on. And then you're going to add the biggest stress. Well, I don't want to say the biggest stressor, but one of her biggest pain points Mm -hmm. into that day for her to now have to worry about? No. Yeah, your wedding day is supposed to be the one of the best days of your life yeah i mean realistically we know that's not typically the case you've got a lot of stuff going on it's a lot of moving parts Hmm. you have a lot of potentially problematic people in the same area (laughs) you know it's a disaster for or it's a recipe for disaster but still going into it knowing that that is going to be the case is Mm -hmm. mm, accidents happen the day of the wedding stuff comes up but this is a known point of contingency for op Mm. no not worth it she deserves better uninvite the parents and the sister (laughs) (laughs) all right next story am i the asshole for not giving my daughter her education fund money i 54 male have two children 23 female and 21 male with my wife, 52 female. When the kids were young, my parents set up education funds for both of them, which was very generous of them. My wife and I always expected our kids to attend college and then graduate school, as we have done. I have a PhD, my wife has a master's. Because of this, we decided not to use the funds for our kids' undergraduate degrees and did not tell them about the money. My daughter has always been more into the liberal arts, while my son is more of a STEM guy. 
My wife and I worried about her ability to find a job, but she insisted on studying music and film in college. She was accepted to some top schools and chose to attend a rather expensive one, but she had scholarships to cover almost all of her tuition. Everything else, plus living expenses, was her responsibility. She lived in a very small apartment shared with friends in a not-so-nice area far from campus, but she was fine and learned how to budget effectively. After graduating, she luckily found a job that doesn't pay extremely well, but she enjoys, and scrapped the idea of grad school. My son decided to do engineering, and he also expressed that he had no interest in grad school. My wife and I were disappointed, but accepted it since at this point he is already all set up with a very good job when he completes school. Since he did not receive as many scholarships as his sister, we decided to use his education fund to cover his tuition and living expenses. He was also able to get a large and nice apartment of his own close to the school, which is important since his classes are so demanding and he needs a comfortable place to work. My daughter was confused and asked how he could afford this, and he told her about the education fund. She called us and asked why she didn't have one, and we told her she did, we just didn't use it because we hoped she would attend grad school. She seemed hurt by this and asked if there was any way she could have the money now. We explained that there would be a fee to simply withdraw the money for non-education uses, and if we chose to do that, it would belong to her grandparents so they could put it towards their own use. She's been quiet and short when answering our texts and hasn't answered our calls at all since then. I know that it seems unfair to her, but it's not really her money in the first place and she's no longer in college. Plus, her brother only received it for educational purposes, and it wouldn't be right for her to just have it to spend now. Am I the asshole? And there is an update to this one I forgot, so we have two stories with updates. <laughs> if you even have to ask, yes, you're the asshole. You're the asshole. Who, who um, types that out when he said, oh, yeah, she had a like she had to share a small apartment with multiple people far from campus in a sketchy area and now he's got a cushy cushy apartment that we pay for next to school because his classes are so demanding shut up support <laughs> support your kids they're both in college they both got into good schools don't punish her just because she got scholarships what that's so hideous and his classes are so demanding well and the thing is he had scholarships too well Obviously, the parents, it goes back to the parents. They don't see liberal arts and anything out of the STEM world as important or demanding. Like, just because he's getting a degree in engineering doesn't make him any better than her. No. <laughs> Ooh. I feel bad for her. Like, that dynamic between her and her brother has to be off-putting with her parents at the very least. The fact that she essentially just had to kind of figure it out between having to split the apartment and everything being in a sketchy area to live mm -hmm. and then you know she still had homework and everything she still had stuff she had yep. to worry about and then he just gets it handed to him just because he put he picked a different career field mm -hmm. now well they went against their own rules they said it was going to be for grad school neither of them went to grad school but because he's already got a good job lined up yeah Mm -hmm. They're just automatically going to be like, oh, here. Disgusting. I would stop talking to them. I would go talk to my grandparents. I would hit them up and be like, hey, I heard there was this. They never used it for that. Like, what happens to it? I would not mm -hmm. be asking my parents about it anymore, especially since they 
specifically said well the money is your grandparents okay well then we need to stop having discussions it's like take out the middleman you know yeah. we we don't need to go through you anymore okay it's not your money all right i'm gonna go talk to mom pa like 100 <laughs> percent. Mm. so overall vote on this one asshole we'll as go, it should be yeah we'll go ahead and read the comments and then we'll circle back to the updates top comment you're the asshole and i'm surprised between your phd and master's degrees you couldn't figure that out <laughs> Daggum. Where's the lie, though? Someone else said, massive, you're the asshole. I feel for your daughter. It would be super hurtful to hear that your parents could have helped you, but chose not to. So circling back to the updates. I just know this is going to be juicy. Yeah, there's two updates. So first update. I understand the consensus is that my wife and I are the asshole. (laughs) I texted my daughter to ask if she wanted us to withdraw the money for her slash what she wanted to do. This was her response. Quote. I don't care. Maybe they can transfer it to, and then in brackets, other grandkid who is five. If the fee is seriously too much, I don't know about grad school. I haven't thought about it much recently. If I do apply, it wouldn't be for another couple of years, and I hadn't been counting on having any financial help in the first place, so it really doesn't even matter. Thanks for asking, though. (laughs) End quote. (laughs) That's fair. Her feelings are hurt. Yeah. I mean, that seems like clear favoritism between her and her brother. And it's like, okay, well, you guys didn't respect me enough as a person. You don't respect my degree enough for what it is to even let me know about the college fund, let alone now he's getting to live this great life. And it doesn't seem like she's being like, well, he got it. Why didn't I? Mm -hmm. I think she's seeing it from a place of you guys let me struggle. Yeah. And you had this money to help me, but you didn't because you see my degree is less than. Mm -hmm. So the second update. My wife and I are discussing our daughter's response and our next actions to resolve this situation. For context, my wife has always had a strained relationship with my daughter and did not approve of many of her life choices. She believes we should take our daughter's words at face value and assume she no longer wants the money. From some of the responses here, I fear that my daughter's response was out of resentment and I suggested taking out as much money as her brother was given so at least they received the same amount. This could use it she could use it responsibly towards rent, groceries, transportation, etc., or in some other way to further her career, so it would still be for educational purposes in a sense. My wife is standing firm in her opinion, and we will continue talking it through tomorrow. Many have asked about where my parents stand on this. At this point, they are not mentally aware enough to really participate in the discussion. They did know about our grad school stipulation and thought it was fine. They also knew that we took out some money for our son once we were certain he was not pursuing an advanced degree and were fine with that as well. They said it was our decision as parents what to do with our daughter's fun, and they would support whatever we decided for her. It wouldn't be useful to ask them what to do with it now, but I have always said that whatever is unused will go back to their care. I have tried to call my daughter with no luck, which is why I sent the text. Despite what many have said, I hope this does not end our relationship. I understand that the dad is trying to make it right now when Mm -hmm. it wasn't right in the beginning. Yeah. Mom, trash. That's hideous. (laughs) The fact that she's like, no, take her words at face value. That's what she said. All right, let's be serious for a moment. You know that's not what she meant. No. She's still out there trying to make it, especially Mm -hmm. with the son getting the engineering degree. Yeah, there's probably more more jobs lined up than what there is for the liberal arts degree. Mm -hmm. Whatever she decided to get it in. Yeah. So having that little bit of extra money 
might be the difference between her paying her rent and her eating. So like, yeah, pull it out and give it to her. And you're a very literal person. I feel like if you received a text like this in this situation, you'd be like, all right, I roll. I'm like, yeah, I know what you actually mean, even if that's not what you're saying. Yeah. And then to say that I, I understand matching the values. Like, this is what I gave to your brother. This is what I'm going to give to you. Especially yeah. since the brother having such a nicer apartment and being closer to campus, not having to deal with the sketchy stuff and everything. Like, he probably did more. Yeah. Just in being closer, nicer area. He had more time because he didn't have to commute as much. Yeah, he didn't have to commute as much. He's right there by school. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And then it doesn't say that he lived with anybody else. Oh, yeah, he didn't. He It was all to himself. It said it in the post. So he had his privacy as well. Mm -hmm. And then to take the same amount of money out and give it to her, that makes sense. Like, you don't have to take the whole thing out, but matching. Yeah. It doesn't take away the hurt. Like, yeah, not at all. But I do feel like the dad's trying to make amends, even if it was a trash decision to begin with. He just needs to give her time because she's having to process now what seems like her parents looking at her as less than. Yeah. So obviously she's going to be hurt by that. It's probably not even about the money at this Mm -hmm. point. It's the disrespect behind it, Mm -hmm. whether it was intentional or not. So just give her time. Hopefully, you know, when it's not so fresh, it can be revisited. But yeah, no, the mom, throw her out. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, she does not share the same um, sense of trying to preserve their relationship as Mm -hmm. the dad does. I mean, from what it sounds like, they never had one, so. Yeah, there's that part, too. Mm. Hideous. All right, next story. Am I the asshole for posting the reasons that I excluded some people from my child-free wedding? (laughs) (laughs) My sister got married last summer. She had a very elegant and beautiful wedding and reception planned. It was child-free. She sent gracious notes to everyone who sent their regrets and thanked them for understanding her desires for her wedding and respecting them enough to RSVP in the negative. She also invited them to a party later that summer at her home if they wanted to take pictures with her and her wedding party in their fancy clothes. I thought it was well-handled and classy. Several people did not understand the meaning of child-free and brought their kids anyway. One screamed through the ceremony, and the mom would not leave the chapel because she did not want to cause a fuss. There were no extra places for them at the reception, so their parents had to share their food with them. The worst was the kid that wanted a cupcake off the table the wedding cake was on. He almost tipped the wedding cake onto the floor. My dad saved it, but there was a handprint on the lowest tier, and a lot of cupcakes hit the floor. All in all, it was four families that brought uninvited children. My wedding invitations just went out over Christmas. We are getting married in May. I know this is a long time, but we have a lot of out of town, country, and even continent guests we hope will come. We did not invite these families to our wedding. We have a Facebook group for the wedding for people to share pictures and memories that we might put in the wedding video. They found out about the group and posted to my personal page about being excluded and asking why we are not inviting them. I messaged them privately and asked them to take down their posts and explain that my wedding was smaller and I wasn't having as many guests as my sister. They went public again and griped about me excluding them for no good reason. So I posted the receipts. I posted a video my cousin sent me of the kid crying during the ceremony and the parents doing nothing. 
the video of the kid freaking out because he had to share trout for supper, the before and after pictures of the wedding cake table, and I also asked if they knew in advance that they were not supposed to bring their kids to the wedding. Then everyone started piling on to them. I guess there was a lot of stuff I missed, including one of them changing a kid on the table with a guest book because the closest bathroom did not have a baby station. Now they are calling me an asshole for embarrassing them for having children and wanting to be a part of family events. I said that they could not understand why rules were in place and that is why they were not invited. My uncle posted about how embarrassed he was that his daughter was one of these entitled jerks and offered to pay my sister for the cake that got wrecked. He had been unable to attend and hadn't heard about the cake. So, am I the asshole? Not the asshole. Not the asshole. What was she supposed to do? She said she, well, first of all, she just didn't invite them. And then they went public and she mm. messaged them and said, hey, we take this down. This is why I didn't invite you guys. You know, this is what happened. And then they went public again. Mm -hmm. What was she supposed to do? She had the receipts. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not going to talk bad about me when you're the one letting your kids do whatever. Obviously, kids are going to be kids. That is just understood. Ki children, you know, they're trying to learn the world. They don't know. Like, they're just mm. doing the best that they can. But as parents, if you see your child running around getting into stuff, almost knocking the wedding cake over maybe say all right come on honey like let's mm -hmm. you know focus our that energy on something else yeah. or crying during the whole reception like no. don't want to make a ruckus your kid is screaming yeah and obviously again no one is blaming the kids for being kids kids are kids yep. everyone understands that if your child starts screaming during a wedding ceremony maybe just excuse yourself like okay like obviously we understand you don't want to miss it but that's part of having children. Not that you're excluded, but that certain things have to be gone about differently than what they once were. You can't just sit and relax at a ceremony. You have another life that you're taking care of. You have other responsibilities. Yeah, clearly that child is crying for a reason. Whether they're hungry, they need to be changed, they're tired, whatever it is. Hmm. That's when you excuse yourself and you assess the situation like, okay, well, what are you needing? Mm -hmm. Because that moment's not about you. The bride's right to have a smooth ceremony trumps your right to see the ceremony. Because yep. at that point, nobody's paying attention to the ceremony. All they're hearing is a kid crying. It's a disruption. Yeah. And then even that, you know, that aside, the kid that's running around, wanted a cupcake, almost knocked the whole table over, had a whole handprint in the wedding cake. Yeah. Where, where are the parents? Now, I know, obviously, I don't have kids. And, you know, maybe the parent was right there. Kids move quickly. But at the same time, I don't know when when it's someone's special day like that. I feel like you have to be like hyper vigilant, mm -hmm. extra Whatever. cautious. Yeah. yeah. And on top of that, why do you feel so entitled to come to somebody's wedding? Yeah. Like child aside, you weren't invited. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel like it is now? Oh, well, I have to be there. It's a family event. No, you don't. Well, isn't there like a saying, you know, this has gone around online. Like I've seen it on Twitter that if you weren't invited, don't go. If you were invited last minute, you were never a part of the original plan. If your absence goes unnoticed, they were never your friends or something along those lines. You guys get it. So it's like if you weren't invited to this wedding, yes, you can feel some type of way, but also what are you hoping for? A sympathy invite? Honestly. Like 
want more for yourself at that point you know like i obviously i can't understand how it must feel to feel like you're being excluded because of your kids but in this situation they weren't being excluded because of their kids they're being excluded because their lack of one following the rules but two okay your kids there the lack of having a handle of them yep (laughs) you know the lack of personal discipline yeah i don't Mm -hmm. know i feel like op gave them an answer and that was a solid answer like sitting there Mm -hmm. saying you're having a smaller wedding i see absolutely nothing wrong with that answer but the fact that they kept on pushing and felt so entitled to go a hundred percent let all the red receipts loose Mm -hmm. and apparently there was way more than what she even realized everybody ripped into them i don't know i feel like this one's this one might get be like a hot take online i don't know how you know because a lot of people kids can be a controversial topic when we talk about things like this but my thing with this one is i don't even think the kids are the controversial topic on this yeah it's just the parents feeling so entitled to go like yeah the kids like we said kids were being kids at a Mm -hmm. wedding but at the same time this comes back to the parents the kids were kids Mm -hmm. but it's the parents yeah i mean op sister said hey we want a child-free wedding they didn't follow that they said they didn't know what that meant but at that point if you realize that they wanted a child-free wedding and you have your kids at that wedding maybe that's the point that you are like okay well now i need to be very aware of what my kids are doing because they didn't want kids here in the first place like let me just Mm kind of you know kind of keep them you know distracted by something else you know just kind of keep them you know i don't know but especially with this one you weren't invited and then when you were you asked why you weren't invited she said hey you know i'm trying to have a smaller wedding blah blah blah. and then you assumed it was because of your kids so you are aware (laughs) of how your kids acted at that last wedding yeah because that's kind of a that's kind of a stretch to go from oh it's a small wedding well oh i'm being uninvited because i have kids like did you stretch before that leap like truthfully (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know they i feel like op did the best that she could she didn't invite them and then when they asked about it she explained hey we're having a smaller wedding and then they went and started calling her all these things online about like what was she supposed to do i mean i i understand she could have just ignored it not said anything but be realistic (laughs) if someone's talking about you and you have factual receipts Listen, y'all are better than me because <laughs> we're going to address that situation real I quick. I would have done the same thing and been like, is this you? <laughs> is this you right here? <laughs> <laughs> to change. The other part for me is changing the baby out by the reception book. Yeah. The it, sign. The guest. Yeah. The guest sign. Because it's like. You're just changing them on that table? No. Go to, go to your car. Mm-hmm. Go to your car. Because obviously, child-free wedding to begin with. Go change them in the car. So overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Top comment. Can I get an invite to that Facebook group? I'm bored. Not the asshole. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair, though. But then it's just a lot of people asking the same thing. (laughs) Not the asshole. They try to call you out publicly for making a decision about your wedding, and you just met them where they were. They sound horrible. No wonder you don't want them at your wedding. OP commented back and said, I love them very much, and I wish they could attend, but they refuse to go anywhere without their children that's fair mm-hmm. at the end of the day they're not paying for the wedding yeah another person said not the asshole they tried to publicly shame you for not inviting them when they could have just messaged you privately and avoided the embarrassment 
They don't get to try to publicly embarrass someone only to then get upset when it gets turned right back around on them. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. (laughs) To quote Taylor Swift. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That they're in the midst of all of this, still trying to justify why they brought their kids despite explicitly being told not to, only underlines even more that you did the right thing. Though a bit of advice, you may want to consider having some bouncers at the door to your ceremony and reception should they try to crash. Judging from, well, all of this, it seems like there's at least a possibility. I'd be ready to fight at the door. Well, okay. <laughs> she talks a lot of smack for someone that's never been in a fight, first of all. <laughs> hey, I got in a fight with a trailer door last week and I won, so. <laughs> OP commented back to that comment and said, the facility we are using for our reception does not allow children. Ooh. So that's even more so like, hey, you can't come because. Yeah. The facility doesn't allow it. Oh, that's the other part of it. On the original wedding, like you don't know what kind of deposits they had to pay. Yeah. What if the owners came in in the middle of reception and was like, oh, y'all have kids. Like y'all got to get out. This is a breach of contract. Yeah. You never know. All right. Last story of the day. And this one's kind of long. And then it's got an update that's also kind of long, I think, I would say. It's not like just a little paragraph blurb. So hopefully you guys grabbed yourself a bottle of water. (laughs) Drink your H2O. Stay hydrated. Got you a little snack. (laughs) Am I the asshole for telling my wife it was a mistake to stay at a baby shower? So my wife, 26 female, and I, 28 male, have been married for a year and began trying to conceive in September. No luck so far, but the doctor did say at our first appointment that it typically takes close to a year for most couples to conceive. She's been telling people that she's infertile, which isn't true. Doctor said that she isn't. My wife and I went to my work Christmas party in mid-December where my wife met my coworker's wife. Let's call her Mary. And they took a liking to each other. Mary was pregnant and invited my wife to her baby shower, which was yesterday. And my wife sounded excited to go. I asked her when we were alone if she thinks she'll be fine. I know my wife and I know what typically bothers her. I knew she wouldn't bask in happiness over someone else's pregnancy, so I urged her to think it through. She said she's fine and she was excited, so she went. The baby shower was yesterday. About 40 minutes in, she calls me and asks me to come. I was at a cafe nearby because I knew she wouldn't stay long. I find her at the entrance of the house crying and a bunch of women consoling her. When she saw me, she came to me and pulled me to the garden to talk. She said she was dancing and looked at Mary's pregnant belly and couldn't take it anymore. She started crying and ran out. All of Mary's friends followed her out to console her. I consoled her myself and said, okay, let's go, babe. Where do you want to go? We can go for a drive so you can feel better. She looked at me weird and asked why she should leave. I asked why she would stay. She said she feels better now and can go on having a good time. I sighed and said, babe, you know that's not going to happen. And I doubt the attention will be on Mary after this and that's not great. It's her baby shower and she deserves to be celebrated. I can't see how people are going to shift their focus from consoling you to celebrating her if you're still there. She rolled her eyes at me and said she was going back in and that I could leave. Three hours later, the party was nearing its end, so I go back to pick her up. My coworker and I stepped into the house, and lo and behold, everyone is sitting in a circle with my wife being the center of attention. Coworker looked for his wife, and she wasn't there at all. 
He called her and she said she had left ages ago. My wife and I entered the car and I first asked her how she was feeling and we spoke about it for a few minutes. I then asked her what happened and why Mary left. She said, oh crap, Mary, I forgot to say bye to her. I told her Mary left ages ago. I then said, I know you're going through a hard time, but why on earth would you and her friends do this? If they consoled you for a few minutes, that's fine, but the entire party? We really should have left earlier. She looked at me so offended and said, are you Mary's husband or mine? We stared at each other for a while and just drove home in silence. I told her I want to talk to her this morning to sort things out, but she ignored me and left the house. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. Astonished. I would be so <laughs> upset if I was Mary. I couldn't imagine having a girl that I just met last month. Because when was the story posted? 13 days ago. So that would have been, what, early into January? So we met at the Christmas party. Now it's maybe within a month later. Mm-hmm. You're at my baby shower, and now all the attention is to you? On something that's not even true. I understand she probably is going through a really hard time, and I'm sure that was hard for her. Yeah. But the fact that she stayed. Knowing. It's giving pick me. Oh, my goodness. Mm-mm. I don't like that. No, mm-hmm. not at all. Like, it's one thing, cry in the corner, and then move on, be happy for the person. Mm-hmm. But if you actually know, like, you're not going to be happy, like, you're going to expect everybody in the room to just be at your call and beckon, leave. That is not fair to the woman who was having the baby. Mm-hmm. Along with the one who was having the baby, her hormones are so out of, out of whack just because of being pregnant. And now you're going to do this? The fact that she left, the one that the party's for, she left and nobody noticed. Yeah. Oh. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I would never talk to her again. Obviously, they don't know that that's not true. Yeah. About the fertility issues. Yeah. So I do understand how you would want to console that person and that, that that would seem like a really tough situation. But hindsight, she's not actually suffering with infertility. Mm-mm. They're just... It's taking a minute for them to conceive yep. and she's lying and she's pulling all the attention towards her because obviously let's look at this realistically. First thing she comes having a good time. Then she breaks down because of the situation that she's telling everyone that she's infertile. She really wants a kid. You know, they can't conceive whatever her, you know, she told them. I understand everyone consoling her and whatnot and the husband coming. But if I was Mary and she stuck around after the fact and then, I don't know, maybe I'm just petty. Because <laughs> it's like, hey, if you know that this is upsetting, your husband came, you didn't leave, and now three hours later, we're still doing this? You're sitting there singing Kumbaya with my friends while I already left? And no one noticed? Mm-hmm. Or at least she didn't notice. Maybe the friends noticed. It doesn't say. I don't know. I don't like it. But also... I'm coming from the perspective of I know she's lying. Yeah. I would be, honestly, if I was the husband, I would be trying to talk to the pregnant coworker whenever I got back to work. Oh, he works like, with her husband. Oh, well, I'd be asking him, like, are you okay? Is she okay? Yeah. Like, what happened? Did she tell you anything? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And then I would be going back to my wife and being like, hey, X, Y, Z, what you did kind of sucked. Yeah, that's not cool. Because if... Giving her the benefit of the doubt. Let's let's go from like Mary's perspective and the friend's perspectives. We don't know that she's lying. We don't know that she's 
maybe or maybe not doing this for attention. We just know she's upset. We're trying to console her. I get that. But coming from where we are, that we know what we know, you know. Mm-hmm. Why didn't she leave? If I was the husband, I'd be like, why didn't you leave? Mm-hmm. Because that that's where I'm getting the it's giving pick me. Because she knew that she was going to be the center of attention, that she was going to have all of this oh honey energy Mm -hmm. towards her yep and obviously yes she is going through a hard time but that's not how you handle that no not at all girlfriend go to therapy Mm -hmm. (laughs) don't trauma dump on someone's group of friends that you don't know no mary deserved better now everyone's in an uncomfortable situation yeah because now they're all looking at her and you know she may never see these people again yeah and instead of them remembering mary's baby shower they're gonna remember op wife's trauma dump yep so overall vote on this one not the asshole top comment not the asshole your wife turned someone else's celebration into her own pity party to the point that the guest of honor left her own shower and doesn't realize she did anything wrong do you really want to have a child with a woman like that oh that's a good point do you want a woman like that i would say therapy first yeah see you know because they are married and they are new in a relationship and how old did they say that they are 26 and 28 she's 26 Mm. you know go to i would say try to try to see if things can be worked on but if she's like heels in the dirt i did nothing wrong why are you making me feel like this like gaslighting him a little bit Maybe that is something to think about. Yeah. So the update. So I texted my coworker, let's call him Frank, and asked if we could talk. So we met up during our lunch break. I apologized for everything that happened. He kept telling me it's fine and being so nice about it. And that kind of made me feel even worse. He said he has booked Mary a ticket back home for a week and that her sisters and friends were going to surprise her with another baby shower. I asked if he'd mind my wife and I paying for the expenses of the baby shower they were going to throw. He laughed and said no way, but that he appreciated it. We went back and forth a bit, but he eventually said he'd ask his sister-in-law how much she spent on everything and then would let me know and we can pay half of it. I spoke to my wife when I got home from work. She apologized for ignoring me and said she doesn't know why she behaves like this. She said she is embarrassed and she can't bring herself to come to terms with how she has behaved. We also spoke about the infertility thing. She said she thought her saying it out loud and discussing it with people would make it easier for her if she found out she was actually infertile because she would have already come to terms with it. I don't get it, but hey, at least she didn't dodge accountability this time and did acknowledge that it's wrong and she needs to stop. It's slightly worrying to me how she sounds like a completely new person so often lately. Almost like there are multiple versions of her who don't know each other. I said I'm glad she now realizes it's wrong and asked her to send flowers or something with an apology note to Mary's house. I also mentioned that I offered to pay for the next baby shower and she told me to insist she pays it all and not half. I said I'm fine with splitting it. She also said she would bake a cake and go to Mary personally to apologize. I told her Mary is leaving town for a week so that we'll have to wait till she gets back, but she did send a lengthy text with a sincere, in my opinion, text. 
Mary responded saying, my wife didn't need to apologize and that she understands what happened and thanked her for attending her baby shower. Mary also apologized for leaving without saying goodbye to my wife and the rest of her guests. You see how nice Mary and Frank are? We decided on both individual and couple therapy soon. Anyone know if it's okay to do them simultaneously? She wants to, but I'm not sure if it's a great idea. It was a given that we would stop trying for a baby, so that's definitely on hold for now. So yeah, that's it for now, I guess. I've never been to therapy and neither has she, so I'm hoping this is the beginning of our relationship getting much healthier and our individual growths as well. Thank you so much to everyone who responded. My mind is blown by how many of you did. Hope you all have a great year. I guess that's a solid follow-up. I mean, they're going to therapy. They're getting it worked out. Mary and Frank are angels. If she explained it out like she did in here about the having to, about wanting to be in denial mm-hmm. and her wanting to like, if she says out loud and it comes true or whatever, yeah, you know, I would be a little bit more understanding about that because I imagine, you know, wanting a child and not having one for so long is probably like taxing, mm-hmm. you know, because it makes you feel like you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like having that full story and yeah. then the, all of the context, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that does. But if she was just to say... No, I mean, I guess during an apology, she would say, like, hey, this is what I was going through. This is why I said this. Yes, it was untrue, but, like, this is is my reasoning. Like, not making excuses, but trying to provide context to the situation. You know, so you're getting the full picture. Yeah, I can see that. Like, as... I don't know. But if I was freaking Mary, I'd still... I'd be like, okay. You got a lot going on right now. Maybe distance a little distance Six a, a little bit <laughs> i don't know this is just such a crazy situation but i do think when he said hey she sounds like two totally different people that don't know each other yeah is she taking you know um like hormones or whatever to, to try to help get pregnant because you know stuff like that anything like that to help get pregnant can have adverse effects yep I mean, there's adverse effects to literally everything. Mm -hmm. So that's not surprising. But maybe that's something that's going on. Like when she says, I don't know why I'm acting this way. Maybe there is something, you know, more to the story. Like something going on like behind the scenes that she's not, she's not even aware of. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, it had a a better follow up than I thought it was going to have. So hopefully in these next few months with them going to therapy, putting, having a baby onto the sidelines you know maybe i appreciate the accountability yeah for all of this like op held her accountable she sounds like she held herself accountable he and she like they both did their best to try to like rectify the situation like Mm -hmm. offering to pay for the baby shower you know mary or not mary op's wife reaching out to mary and apologizing for everything like at least there was accountability there they weren't just like ah you know that's my bad my dog but that's Mm-mm. like so i mean kind of happy ending i guess we'll see to to be continued yeah really i don't know but anyways what did we think of the stories today what did you guys think of the stories today hopefully you enjoyed them they were a bit longer than normal and there were more of them so if you guys kind of like this format hopefully i mean i haven't edited this yet but hopefully it is longer than it typically is let me know. Let me know in the comments. Leave a review on the podcast or my DMs are open once again 
at TalkToxicToMe underscore official on Instagram. So, anyways, thank you for being on the show. Always happy to be here. Our unofficial official co-host, <laughs> essentially at this point. <laughs> but if you guys are listening to this on a podcast platform, make sure to leave a review. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to like the video, leave a comment, subscribe to our channel. But until next time, talk toxic to you later.